Welcome to another edition of the Relis Podcast. Boy, do we have a show for you today. My name is Chris. Hey, it's Pup Tant. And uh, first we want to start off by letting you know that we have a new way to contact us. Yep. You can email us at relispodcast at gmail.com. That's R-E-L-L-I-S podcast at gmail.com. Well, I know... uh, Chris has been doing a few episodes by himself lately. That's because I was loving it up on Alabama's beautiful Gulf Coast. Lucky. Oh, it's beautiful down there. Uh, but while I was down there, I had a one of my ponderings, thoughts, you know, I don't know. You just, your mind drifts sometimes right, when you got some right. free time. And uh, right. I was thinking about the future of jobs. Okay. And not the far future, like the distance future. Mm-hmm. With uh, mechanics and automation coming out. Mm-hmm. And you even hear about the $15 minimum wage for low-skilled low jobs. We're right. considered low-skilled jobs. Yeah, McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. yeah. And it got me thinking about the future and population increase. Mm-hmm. And the big question is, what do we do? What do we do when those unskilled labor jobs, as they're called, or the Mm -hmm. flipping burgers or taking someone's order, what do we do when those jobs Mm -hmm. are all replaced by automation, Mm -hmm. by machines? Mm -hmm. When you go to McDonald's, you go to a kiosk, Mm -hmm. use a touch screen to pick out your order. A machine makes the burger for you, Mm -hmm. sends it out, and then that's how you get your burger from McDonald's. Now, what what are we going to do as a country, as a society, when these jobs, one by one, start getting replaced by automation, by machines? I mean, we're, we're saying to bump these up to $15 an hour, and that's only going to drive, mm. it's only going to push these companies to introducing more automation, and more automation, and more, and getting rid of some of their employees that they don't need because they're replacing them with robots. Right. And, and you know, I say unskilled, but with Google developing their, uh, their self-driving car, I mean, this gets into taxi drivers. I mean, it could be truck drivers. I mean, what if, yeah. you know, trains? What if... All these jobs, driving trains, driving a truck, driving a taxi cab, are all replaced by computers that do Mm. it. And, I mean, Amazon's looking at drones delivering packages, so that takes away from UPS delivery drivers. I mean, in a future where we have the ability for machines, I mean, it's awesome to think about having machines that can do all this stuff for us and it's less work we have right, to do. Right. But what do we do with, <clears throat> with all of these jobs, with all these people? Yeah. people? Yeah. Now, I, I assume that in, it will open up some avenues for new work that we haven't thought of yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there will always be people to build and maintain these machines, but mm-hmm. there maybe other jobs that open up because we have a whole bunch of people out of work because right, they've right. all been replaced right. by machines. Well, well, some of these jobs you're talking about would 
would not be low-skilled jobs. I mean, you would think that these people would have to be trained, maybe get some schooling or whatnot. But, you know, it's just kind of scary to think about, you know, the the kid in high school just trying to get money to, to go to the movies this weekend or, you know, or, or even even worse. What if, a, you know, someone's 19, 20, just out of high school, maybe not in college or maybe in college, and they're having to help their family, you know, helping support their family, and all that they can find right now is, you know, a, a cook at a, you know, a burger joint or something, you know? What, what is going to happen to these people? Families and, and uh, families are really going to be hurting. People are really going to be hurting. And that's, that's kind of scary to think about that. And, and, and it's kind of what you mentioned a second ago. One of the things that's sort of driving that is this $15 an hour minimum wage thing. And, of course, I mean, we all know that we've been heading sort of that way, automation. Yeah. Kind of slowly, but with this 15 bucks an hour, everybody's got to get paid that. It's, it feels like it's sort of ramping it up. And when you actually stop to think about what you were talking about, Stop to think about like what we're actually doing to our economy. We think we're helping it. Yo, fifteen bucks an hour, but we don't realize we're actually shooting ourselves in the foot. And that's that, that is that's that's really kind of scary, you know? Yeah, and it you can see the trend throughout our government's history of where we can foresee mm -hmm. these events coming, mm -hmm. but the government seems to only be able to focus on the immediate, the now. Like, they're yeah. only a reactive force. It's right. not a, right. let's, you know, like with this shooting, it's like, mm -hmm. let's pass laws now. You know, we have to do it now. And it's right. like, with that, I'm like, no, why don't we think about it and do mm -hmm. it right? Why do we have to wait for a crisis in order to... Mm -hmm. to get things done. Like yeah. With, yeah. like the housing crisis mm -hmm. in 98, I mean 2008, mm -hmm. 2009, mm -hmm. we saw that coming. Mm -hmm. Everybody was predicting it. Everyone said this, the housing bubble is going to crash, it's going to crash, and we didn't do anything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it crashed, and everyone goes crazy. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny you bring that up. You actually, if you can go back and pull up some old videos, you actually see the government... Say, no, it's fine, it's fine. And they kept propping it up, propping it up, and, and telling everybody it's fantastic. Oh, it's not going to happen. And then, what, you know, we know what happens. Um, so you have to wonder, you know, what is our government thinking? You know what I mean? Like, uh, what, why are they even there? You know, they're, they're sitting here telling us it's not happening. We all saw it happen, and it happened. Why are they lying to us, and why are they still there? So you got to, yeah. You, you, yeah, can't trust them. Can't trust them. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you a good thing to think. Here's another thing I was pondering. Okay. Get off on a second tangent. Okay. Just think about how many people you know that have new cars. Brand new cars. Bought brand new cars. Yeah. Can you think of that? Yeah. How many people do you know that own brand new cars? That have bought a brand new car in the last five years? Um... Maybe five, five people. Yeah. I know people who make hundred thousand dollars, hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You know, anywhere from fifty to hundred and fifty thousand dollars. None of them have bought a brand new car. Hmm. They all own used cars. Yeah. 
I always wonder, every time I drive by a car lot or every time I see, I'm like, who is buying all these new cars? They're so <laughs> expensive. You're, you're paying yeah. from thirty to $60,000 yeah. for a truck or car, and I'm thinking, who's buying these? <laughs> Most everyone I know, and yeah. that's people who make yeah. good money, yeah. Yeah. don't buy new cars. They're buying two, three-year-old cars because yeah. they're a lot cheaper. Yeah. And we're producing so many cars, and it's, there's no way that the demand, that the supply mm. is, I, I, I don't know how to phrase this, that the supply is way more than the demand. How? Yeah. And that's one of the things that leads into the government saying where they have propped up, like Chevy, like GM, yeah. the car company. Yeah. yeah. See, GM should have failed as a company a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Or, See, if they had been allowed to fail way back when, mm -hmm. they could have restructured their company, made it more efficient, but they just keep getting propped up, which means they're mm -hmm. going to continue it to fail because they can't streamline their company, they can't right. shrink it down because right. they're not allowed to when they get bailed out. That's, right. That's another mistake that they... I uh, agree 100%. I mean, there should be... You know, GM should either be streamlined or no longer. Mm -hmm. Another company would have come in and taken their place mm -hmm. and would have done it more efficiently, better. Mm -hmm. like, heck, look at Tesla. Mm -hmm. Now, we can't afford a Tesla car because they're, you know, woo, <laughs> they're expensive. But that's a startup car company that has made really good cars. And mm -hmm. I just, it's weird to me that the government seems to do nothing unless there's a crisis. Mm -hmm. And then when you can see a crisis coming, they do nothing to prevent it. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that it's half of it's, you know, they like to take advantage of crisis to yes, they do. pass agendas. Yes. But I would like to see a government working on things before they happen. You know, okay. this is a little tangent I was thinking about. Well, I should have been relaxing yeah. down on the beach, beautiful Alabama Gulf Coast, but <laughs> sometimes when I get too much time, my mind starts to wonder, and I'm like, ah. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. All right. I guess that's that, it for this. Is that, that's okay. it for you? That's yeah. It for you? Okay. All right. That's what you had on your mind? All right. All right. Well, I guess it's time to finally get this over with. Uh-oh. Break it off with a band-aid. I don't even know what it is. Uh, what are we talking about? Here? Yeah. I'm a little nervous about this. Uh-oh. Uh, something that um, I kind of told a couple of friends of mine probably a few months ago. And I've been kind of living a lot. And the support these people shared with me, I just want to give a big shout-out to Gary and Tracy. You know who you are. You, uh, you know, you, I can't even look at you when I'm saying this. Well, uh, the support you showed me gave me the, the, the courage to finally say, you know what, it's time to come out. It's finally time to say this. I know it's going to shock a lot of people. Uh, and I may lose some friendships. Pup tent, we may never be the same after this. I'm just being honest. Um, been friends a long time, Pup tent, you and I. And I hope that. This doesn't really change anything. It doesn't really affect our friendship. 
Oh, I'm gonna finally come out of the closet. What do you do? This is not a laughing matter. I know. I'm sorry. I can't. That's what I do. I laugh. You laugh and you're uncomfortable. Yes. It's my like. If I smash my finger in a car door, I laugh. I got you. Well, look, I'm gonna because I don't know. A lot of people I know. There's been some little murmuring going on and a lot of questions, and I'm just gonna go ahead and put them to bed and just come out and say that I am. A Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> I feel good. I feel better now. It it feels just weight lifted off of me. I, uh, I'm speechless, Chris. I, I know. I know. It's tough. It's a big day for me. Man. Her, her album, 1989, I know it's a little... I, I like 80s music. Is it on your playlist? It, I, I listen to it quite often. Oh. Um, Is that how you got it? Did it come in over the loudspeaker at work or something? No, no, no. No, I actually you downloaded gotta it. You got to delve into it. Oh. I, I bought it. I bought it. Yeah. <clears throat> you bought it? I'm a fan, Pub Tent. Yes, I bought it. Okay. Wow. Um, I know. I know. A lot of people think, yeah, you know, that's no way Chris would ever listen to Taylor Swift. No way. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's me, Taylor Swift fan. To be honest with you, uh, the lyrics, uh, I don't really care for some of the songs. They're a little, uh, yeah, they're not good. Uh, some of the lyrics, you know, I'm talking about sex and hooking up with dudes and all that stuff. I don't care to hook up with dudes, so I don't really care about that. Mm -hmm. But the music, you know, that's next week show. <laughs> No, no. The music, I don't know. It just catches me, man. Like, I, I start listening to it. Tapping on. Oh, dude, I start wanting to move, you know? I start wanting to move a little bit. Hey. <laughs> so, and I, you know, I, I just, I realized, hey, I like a lot of songs on this album, and I'm officially a fan, and I just want to come out and say it. And the fact that she's really hot doesn't hurt either. Uh, and I think she's got a sexy voice. I'm gonna come out with that too. What's your uh, What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? I'm not gonna go that far. Whoa, yeah. hey, you can't throw that junk no, out there and then snatch no, it back. No, no, we're not gonna. Come on, I'm got gonna, No, I'm just gonna say that I'm a Taylor Swift. Fan, Sing it, okay? No. Sing it. No. No. Sing it or just say it. No. You gotta say it. No. Is it on that album? Yes, it is. It's on that album. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it yeah. is. You know, I don't know a single song on that album. Really? And it's not that I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, because I like her music. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't know any, I don't okay. know the names well, of the songs. You want to hear? Yeah, okay. get, let's hear it. Give me a right, second. Let me, let me uh, pull this up here. But not too much, because we don't want to have to pay copyrights. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Yeah. Oh, look at that. If you like Taylor Swift, right there, let uh -huh. me click on that. Yes, I do like Taylor Swift. <laughs> See, it knows me. It's giving me music like Taylor Swift. It knows me. I don't really listen to music. I've been really into audiobooks recently. Have you? Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a deal right now. I saw that. Did was you see it 30 that days? 30 days? It's, it was a three-month gotcha. for... Two dollars a month audiobooks. That's one credit a month where you get a book, and that's pretty yeah. awesome. By the I, way, they're not a sponsor. I really <laughs> love audiobooks. No, I like them all. I'm gonna let's just roll this. 
Oh goodness. Or, yeah. Of course. Is that what you're jamming here? Of course. Going down the road. Have you seen the, the video? Is actually pretty good. Have yeah. you seen that? There's a video on YouTube to that song where it's someone took like an exercise video from the '90s, from 1990. No, no. And all these guys and women, they're like going, <laughs> and it, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Maybe we'll yeah. Uh, watch that. Later. Maybe we'll find it and okay. link it. Okay. In okay. The, uh, that sounds good. That's, that sounds good. Okay. Well, yeah, I just wanted to come out and say I'm a Taylor Swift fan. And uh, I know I'm a dude, and uh, that's not really a dude thing, I don't think, at least. Well, I like I, Taylor Swift. I'm not a... Well... I wouldn't say she's one of my favorite artists, but yeah, I don't hate no Taylor Swift songs. Yeah, well, I just... She, makes, her, she makes it on your list? Well... Yeah, I'm just, you know, I, I feel like less, you know, I don't want to say less of a man. I just feel like it's not very manly to come out and say, yeah, man, I got Taylor Swift in my rotation. Where do the uh, Lumineers fit in on your stuff? Uh, they're not in my They're not rotation. in your, no. the Lumineers? Well, they're, I mean, I have some of their stuff. They just don't make my regular rotation of stuff, you know? Like, I got about maybe five or ten that I, I like to go to and just kind of keep rolling through. They don't make it, so... But the Dubliners don't make it either, do they? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. When I do listen to music, it's usually yeah. something folky sounding. I like it. Yeah. If the band has a banjo in it, then I'm, I don't like it. Usually. Yeah, like the Oak Crow Medicine Show or the Lemoneers, Monsters <laughs> of Men. Yeah, well, you and that are Irish music. Man. The Irish music, yeah. too. I love the Dubliner, Dubliners and the Clancy Brothers. They're pretty awesome. But I mostly listen to podcasts, other podcasts, yeah. like... Uh, uh, the Tech Guy with Leo Lepore. I don't know. Yeah, no. This Week in Tech. Pretty good. Mostly tech podcast. Yeah, and well, that's... I mean, you work in that field, so that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I like this material. And one I recommend, mm -hmm. I've stumbled across it, is the Mike Rose podcast. Mike Rose? It's called... That's how I heard it. Oh. And it's really good. They're only like eight minutes long or oh, something. Yeah. Yeah. He tells a little story. And at the end, you're like, wow, that's pretty awesome. And, cool. you know, Mike Rowe, he's awesome. I love the guy. I follow him on Facebook. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's awesome. He's, yes. he's the all-American guy. Yeah, I would that's, like to meet him one day. I would love to meet yeah. Mike Rowe. He's, he's pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we got that seriousness <laughs> out of the way, um, you know, I'm about to knock my headphones off. <laughs> Don't want to do that. But... Um, we, we seriously got some other seriousness to talk about, and I know it's been, uh, what, a week or two now, and everybody's kind of already shared their views, you know. I personally wanted to wait a little bit. I wanted some info to come out. I wanted everybody to kind of put it all out there and then let me kind of um, say what I wanted to say. Um, good grief. I keep, hitting the, I keep hitting the cord. I keep hitting the cord, man. Um, this whole, whole, uh, Orlando shooting thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, uh, I mean, look, we, everybody should know that it, I mean, it's, it's bad. But what, what I'm, 
What I've sort of found interesting, and I, I wish I would have seen more of this, is that a few homosexuals or some people of the LBGT on white with a side of hash browns covered and smothered, you know, they, um, they're coming out and saying that they're going to start supporting Donald Trump. Because he's actually calling what this whole situation is. It's a terrorist attack. You know, some of these... Yeah. Um, oh, it is. I mean... Yeah. And I think it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, what, what we see with the administration where they're trying to cover up that it's a terrorist attack and that it's, it's, they're trying to spin his workplace violence or something like that or, or um, you know, a lone wolf mm -hmm. or something, you know what I mean? And it's... It's crazy. You know, I, just a few days after it happened, I saw some of the LBGT, uh, LMNOP uh, community up in New York um, doing one of their little protest things, whatever, you know, gay pride, yada, yada, bullcrap. Um, and a guy was interviewing several of them, and he asked them, you know, why did this happen? The shooting, why did it happen? What what was the reasoning behind it? And they were all supposed to give, you know, the top three reasons of why it happened. It's amazing. Out of like the ten people that he interviewed, only one said Islam. Mm -hmm. You know, all the others said hate and gun control. And I'm sitting there thinking, what is... Freaking gun control had anything to... Like, well, if you... For people who say that, that the bills they didn't pass this week or last yeah. week, uh, had they passed those before the shooting, this guy still would have been able to buy Exactly. Guns. Those would have made zero difference. It, it, it it's just, all a emotional thing. Right, and it's, and it's kind of shocking to me, like, how a lot of people can't see what's really happening in front of them. It's... <laughs> It's almost like they're getting punched in the face by a dude and then they're turning around and saying it was the guy right behind him, you know? It's like they can't see literally what's going on in front of them. And a good example of kind of what I'm talking about is I was sort of scrolling through Facebook one day and I was, um, I was, you know, just doing what you do on Facebook. You scroll through your timeline, you look at pictures of people with kids, and then you think to yourself, well, am I ever going to get married and have a kid? <laughs> well, at least me, you're married. But you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, but anyway, so I'm scrolling through, and I see a, uh, a soccer player that I, uh, who plays for the men's U.S. team, and, you know, I like his page, you know, and I, I noticed that he had a game for his club team coming up, and he had painted his, his cleats in rainbow colors, and on the side, you know, he said, it said hashtag stop hate, you know, and all this other crap. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh. Wow, really? So I started looking through the comments for this picture, and I realized that everybody's all been there supporting him. You know, like, yay, you know, gay pride, yay, gays, stop the hate, love wins, all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, so nobody's just going to call it. You know, nobody's just going to come out and say what... Really, I mean, we're all just going to bury our heads in the sand and not acknowledge that we just had another terrorist attack. I mean, we're so caught up caught up in who got killed that we're not focusing on what really happened. Look, it's terrible. Nobody, I don't care if you're gay, you're straight, you're purple, you're blue. I don't care what you are. 
we're Americans and we were attacked. Can we not acknowledge that? Can we not just come out and, and just say that? But no, we got to focus on who was attacked, not just the fact that we were attacked. That, that bugs me. So I, I come out and I, you know, I'll just leave a little comment like, hey, you know, hey, can we just call a spade a spade? You know what I mean? Just be upfront about it. And uh, wow, I had a bunch of Muslims respond. And uh, yeah, that you know, because uh, I left some comments of like, or left in the thing, you know, hey, the only way we're going to stop this is to defeat Islam. And, you know, that's that's the only way. This is never going to end. You, re- I mean, because uh, obviously a lot of gay people were in there commenting too, and I'm like, y'all, they're, they're not going to stop. They they don't care. This love wins, you know, stop the hate, bullcrap hashtags. They don't give a rip. They hate you for who you are. It doesn't matter. They're not going... They're not as easy as the Christians. They're not going to cave to you. Okay? They're literally willing to die for what they believe in. The majority of the Christians in this world are not willing to die for their belief. They are. Well, uh, our belief is not killing Christians. I understand that. that. I I understand that. I'm willing to die, but not... No, no, but... I know what you're talking about. No, no, no. Just look at the church. Just go down to the biggest church we have down here. The majority of them in that room are not willing to take a bullet for their faith. There are some there in there. true. That, yeah. yeah there, there are a lot that are. You and I, I would say that I am and I know you are, but the majority probably are not. They're, they're weak and they're social Christians. They're not they real sad. followers of Christ. And, and that's the point I was trying to make is like, look, these people, whether they're social Muslims or they're you know, real Muslims, it's bred in them to kill you. And the only thing that separates a social Muslim and a true Muslim is the spark of faith. That's all it takes. And a social Muslim is nothing but a a bucket of gasoline just waiting on that fire of faith to ignite. And when it does, you're going to have something like we saw in Orlando. Mm -hmm. That's all it takes. And, well, I got some death threats. I wasn't... (laughs) Muslims threatened to come kill me, and I said, bring it on. You know, double dog dare you. Let's do this. (laughs) We got the Second Amendment for a reason. Bring Mm -hmm. it on. But another thing that I found very, very interesting... For now. Yeah, for now. (laughs) That's why you got to keep our arm up. Well, I am just a... Point out, I am for sensible, uh, you know, well, sensible gun control, but not like I know they say, well, everyone on the no fly list. Well, that's not the no fly list is crap. I mean, people yeah. get put on there all right. the time. Yeah. And who's to say that you're not going to throw, start throwing everybody on the no fly exactly. list? Exactly. The problem with the list is there's no integrity with the yeah. list. I mean, we, we put turd sandwiches on the list. You know what I mean? Like, everybody and their mama gets put on the list. So, that that's what I don't like about yeah. it. There needs to be... If, if we're going to do a list thing, there has to be... Criteria. A strict, a strict, strict, strict criteria. <laughs> and Yeah, if you were like this guy in Orlando who said... They said that he had been under investigation by the, mm. the FBI twice for 
thinking that he is, would be a terrorist activity. So I think that would be some kind of criteria. I would that, think so. I mean, yeah, yeah. If you see that he's sympathizing with a terrorist organization, I think there should be a... He should have some sort of, you know, extended period right. that he has to prove that that is not the case. Right, right. No, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that, you know? You know, like, yeah, I'm not saying it, people you don't like. Like, there are, there are lists that have the Family Life Council as mm -hmm. a terrorist organization. It's like, those lists yeah. have been, and it's like, that's just stupid. Mm -hmm. Now, if you wanted to say, like, the Westboro, what is that? Westboro Baptist Church, I think. Yeah, no, I put them on a terrorist list. <laughs> I would, too. But the problem is... freaks. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. But I don't the problem consider is, them Christians. No, way. no, I don't either. But the problem with that is, is once they get thrown on, all the other yeah, Christians are going to be put on too. That's the only and problem. Because, you know, it's kind of hard to separate. You know, you got to go through with a fine-tooth comb almost to doing this. And it's one of those things that, too, that it's, you get into such, where do we draw the line? Yeah. I think it was... Uh, Franklin, or one of them who said, I, I don't have this quote written down, so it's just floating around <laughs> in my head. Something about giving up security, or freedom for security, and you'll yeah. have neither, or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember the exact quote. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm like, I understand. We need to more, instead of a mass, I, I think more problems can be solved locally. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of a mass sweeping government regulation, why can't we have more local uh -huh. intervention? Like, yeah. if I know the guy next door is a nut, mm -hmm. there should be something I could do to at least go, hey, this guy's screaming Al Qaeda. Mm -hmm. I see him on Facebook liking stuff. There's got to be something yeah, I can do yeah. locally. To well, well, back in the olden times, back back in the old days, you know, you would, you know, a, a group of people, a group of men would round up and, and take care of that, and we would never hear from, yeah. you know, Muhammad ever again, or, you know, Kajikibi, or whatever his name is, I don't know. He would just disappear, you know? Yeah. But then... And I'm he, not exactly talking about that. I understand, I understand, but I mean, if I... But I, w I wouldn't mind if there was a a deputization, I guess to say, of local citizens yeah, that yeah. are apart from the military and apart yeah. from the state and government. Like, these well, are a group of people who we determined are... I don't know how to... Yeah. I don't want to get into uh, too much. Yeah. Like, not... I know it sounds weird... No, it just sounds like something Barack Obama's already. You know, no, he's touched. Not that. Okay. I'm not talking. I'm talking, not sanctioned by the government. Okay. Right. I'm talking private militias. Well, that's that's well, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm talking about is or what I was mentioning. There used yeah. to be local groups that would come together in the community, and there would be a certain group of men who would handle, you know, when stuff would come up, you know, and. You know, when Billy Jean was down there beating his wife, and, you know, those guys would go take care of it, you know? I mean, I'm not saying Billy Jean's going to disappear, but he may get a nice little butt kick in, and yeah. he'd straighten up a little bit. And they used to kind of, you know, 
regulate the area. Well, if I see a towel head, you know, and, and I'm just saying, if I see him down there and he's saying, you know, death to America, I don't want him in my country. Why would I want somebody in my country screaming death to America? That don't make no sense to me, you know? Mm -hmm. So you would think that, hey, we would round, you know, the crew, the local crew would go send him back to Afghanistan or whatever, you know? I mean, I'm not saying you got to take the guy out. I'm just saying we could round up some money for a plane ticket or something and tie him down, don't get many box cutters or whatever <laughs> they use to take over the planes. Or, you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying... It, that that used to be how we handled stuff. Why can't we do it now? And I, I know, you know, that's not PC to say, hey, let's let's send Ahmed back to Afghanistan or let him be buried in a shallow grave in Walker County. But if you're screaming death to America, I mean, you're our enemy as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, you're you you declared war against us. You're our enemy. You're behind enemy lines. I should be able to defend my country. Just don't scream death to America. Or, <laughs> you know, all that other bull crap. I mean, I guess you got a right to say what you, you want to say, yeah. but, but you know, at the same time, you know, if you're protesting in the streets that you want Sharia law in America and that, you know, it's either convert or die, um... Yeah, I'm not converting. We're, we're you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna do something about that. And I think before they're protesting in the streets, we should take care of it before it ever gets to that point. Like we just saw in London. I mean, they were just protesting in the streets in London maybe a week ago. They're walking through there and they were screaming, "Obama's got to pay," you know, "Death to America," blah blah blah, waving their little ISIS flags. And I'm like, "Come on." I'd love to see you do that in Birmingham. Heck, do that in my hometown. We we got enough rednecks. Y'all ain't gonna make it two blocks down this road. I'm telling you, we got enough rednecks up here. They just ain't gonna play. We ain't gonna take that. You know, I'm I might not be out there doing it, <laughs> but I know that there are plenty of rednecks around where I live that would wouldn't let you get two blocks where they drop you with a deer rifle. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, there was a bird. Just heard it. <laughs> But enough about that. Uh, one, one other thing I thought was interesting about this whole Orlando thing, and we'll wrap this up because we've been going quite some time. Yeah. Um, is how Christians are sort of being viewed. You know, uh, I have a lady that I work with, and she's she dabbles in the spiritual realm, but she's not, you know, a Christian or anything. But she has her spiritual advisor that she goes to and all that stuff so whatever anyway so I was walking into work with her just a few days after this happened and you know I hadn't worked with her since this attack happened so I asked her you know if she saw it on TV of course I knew everybody probably had but I just wanted to see her views on it so I asked her you know did you see it and she goes yeah I saw it and then her response was well what are your thoughts on it? And of course, I was like, well, it's tragic. It's, you know, it's terrible. It's awful. I mean, what else would you say? I mean, 49 people got slaughtered and more in the hospital. That's, that's horrendous. Yeah. And her response was, 
so glad to hear you say that. What? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm like, what? What, what else would I say? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's, that's, that's the same reaction I had. Like, what? <laughs> what? Huh? What did I say? I'm glad. She said, she, I, she said that when I saw it happen, I thought I thought of you. And I envisioned <laughs> you in front of your TV, rubbing your hands together, going, yes, we got some. <laughs> what? And I thought, holy crap. <laughs> what do you, what have oh I said goodness. to make you think that yeah. I want to murder 49 gay people? What in the world? And I started thinking, like, I kept scratching my head, like, because it kind of bothered me. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I would think that that would bother most decent people. Yeah. Like, like, I started thinking, okay, I know that she knows that I don't, I don't think homosexuals and gay marriage is, you know, biblically sound, you know, I don't, I don't agree with it, but I don't hate them, I don't want them to die, I mean, what, what did I say? I said, like, what the... I do, like I said, like, I love the... Love the sinner, hate the sinner. Yeah, and that goes with everything. And it's well, it's hard sometimes to, right? Depending on the, the action. Like, right, right, right. But, but I don't, I don't hate. Yeah, gay people. I have no yeah. hate towards no anyone no, unless they no. actually cause physically right something huh, I didn't even know. Like that's why. I, Right. I don't hate anybody right yeah. now. Oh, I love gay people. <laughs> I love them so much. I want to tell them that Jesus loves them and gave his life for them. I want to tell them the truth and tell them that there is life. There is life more abundantly. Jesus wants to come in them, dwell in them, and change their lives. I love them that much. Tell them that. And I, I actually hope there's some of them listening to us right now who's made it thus far <laughs> in the podcast and actually listen to this. And if you are homosexual and you're listening to this, I love you. Pup Tent loves you. And more importantly, Jesus loves you. He died for you. He gave his life for you on the cross. And he wants to live and dwell in you. But, let me get back to my point. I started thinking, why in the world would she say this? Why would she think that I would be happy about this? That I would be ecstatic about it? And I started thinking, well, isn't that what we're kind of taught here in America? We're taught that the Christians are bigots and hatred and that they're just filled with hatred and that they they want to oppress homosexuals. Like, it is our goal to wake up every day and to just agitate homosexuals and just to strip away all their rights. And, you know, I mean, just think about it. I mean, we got bakers who get just obliterated. I mean, who have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars because they wouldn't bake a cake for a gay couple, ruin their lives, mm -hmm. okay? But yet, a Muslim goes and kills 49 of them, and he's okay. He says, hey, don't be mad, don't be mad. They tell us, don't hate Muslims, just, hey, just a lone wolf. Oh, no, Muslims aren't loving people, but Christians, we must get them. They're bigots, they're mean, they're hate-filled. See, that's what we're fed every single day. I know. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a kind of thing where you know, you look, Christian nations are the most charitable nations yeah. where it's not so with the Muslim yeah. nations. Yeah. Well, and, and peaceful. <laughs> I mean, what nations are are classified as warring nations yeah. and yeah. are constantly at war with each other? Yeah. Well... I, I, I kept thinking along those lines, and then it, then it hit me. Wow, Satan has done a number on America. Mm -hmm. We actually believe Christians 
are that way. Like we're that Christians, and and it doesn't help that some pastors, especially in Florida and Orlando, talking about, hey, you know, this is God's wrath. He hates no, you. Blah, those blah, are blah. the, no, the freaks. Yeah, it doesn't help. Like the Westboro Baptists. Exactly. They are, they are exactly. not Christians. They no, no, no. are not. And it doesn't help our message of love and compassion. And it doesn't help at all. But See, and you should also, I'll point out this. Yeah. There are people who say, well, this guy isn't Muslim, or this guy isn't doing Muslim, and we say that the Westboro Baptists aren't Christians, so how can we say that he is Muslim and they are not? Yep. And it's simply because, look at their doctrine. Yep. Look at their, not, look at where they get their information. Mm-hmm. Look at the source information. Yep. God Jesus does not preach to go around and kill sinners. That's right. It's That's right. completely the opposite. That's right. That's I mean, right. he ate with sinners. He said, we need to teach them my ways and, you know, love. Mm-hmm. But Islam is not that way. Mm-hmm. It's kill the infidel. That's right. Kill or convert. And if you're yep. Jew, you don't get that option. You yep. just get dead. You just yep. get dead. And they kill... Homosexuals too. I mean, they yep. throw them off the roofs yes. of buildings. Yep, yep. And it is in the name of Allah because their book tells them to kill the That's infidel. right. That's right. I mean, it's it's the difference. The radical Islam is following. Yep. The Quran. Yeah. You're right. You're right. The Westboro Baptists are not doing what the Bible says. Nope. No, they're not. That's the difference. You can call yourself a Christian. All you want and do whatever you want. Yeah. But if you're not following the way of Christ, then you're not a Christian. That's right. You're just a guy calling yourself a Christian. That's right. That's right. I mean, that's, right. that's the difference. It's fulfilling the will of God. Mm-hmm. If you, you, I don't know, I, don't, I think I've said it in that way <laughs> okay. without beating a dead horse over here, but <laughs> the main key is are they doing what their, what their word teaches them? Yeah. And Unfortunately, the guy in Florida was. Yeah. Well, the problem is uh, enough people are not going to take the time to find out whether are they are they doing what you know their Bible or book teaches them. They just accept it. Oh, yeah. I guess all Christians are like Westboro, or I guess that's what you know. That's what they see. That's what the media puts out. So they assume that, or they think. Uh, maybe not assume, but they think that you know all Christians hate us or. You know, all Christians believe that God hates fags, as their signs say. No, God doesn't hate anybody. He loves you. God is love. If He is love, hate can't be anywhere in there. It can't. It can't exist if He is love. They can't coexist together. So that's it for today. We're gonna shut her down. Yeah, gonna shut her down. Um, really serious today. You know, very serious podcast, but. We hope you enjoyed it. Hope, hope you stuck around for the very, very long podcast oh, today. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Man, I, dude, I mean, <laughs> she's sexy too. I mean, I think she is. But anyways, I don't know. Some people don't think so, but I think she's very pretty. But Taylor, if you listen, holla, holla, fella. <laughs> anyways, seriously, you got my email, Taylor. Uh, it's relishpodcast at gmail Just hit me up anytime. We can hang out. I'm a fat guy. I don't know if you like fat guys, but let, let me tell you this. You get with a fat guy, 
you know, I know they say, once you go black, you never go, no, 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 no. Fat is the way to go. You're never going to, you'll never be the same once you go fat. I'm just telling you. I know all the best places to eat. You're never going to be hungry. You're never going to be cold again. I mean, when winter comes rolling around, just hug up on this teddy bear. I'll take care of you, okay? Anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's shut it down. Some, some of the advantages of fat weird. guys. Anyways, well, I'm not going to be fat too much longer. I'm going to lose this weight, Dad. Okay. Throw it up. Woo! Yeah. Getting healthier. Anyway, anyways, uh, that email address is what, Pup Tan? It's realispodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Now, is there anything else you want to throw in there for the... Oh, yes. Uh, I'd also like to say if anyone is interested in a Disney World trip, or if you're planning a Disney World trip, or plan to go to Disney at any time, you may want to... Look at my website, Money Saving Mouse. It can help you save money on your Disney World trip. If you just go the normal way, sure, you'll still have fun, but you'll spend a lot. Yes. If you follow our tips and tricks and look at our website and read the information, it'll help you determine where you can save money and what you can do to also save time at Disney. And uh, also, if you want to check out us on YouTube. Uh -huh. It's Money Saving Mouse on YouTube. You can type that in and you should find our YouTube channel. search bar up Yeah, in the search. Find it in the search bar. <laughs> Alright. Awesome, awesome. You can find we're not that many videos up yet. Just started. Okay, cool. Well, thank um, you for that information, Pump 10. We will definitely be checking that out. Uh, I'm going to punch you all in the face if you don't check it out. Serious business. Go check it out. I'm just kidding. Anyway, so that's it for us today. God bless and Wish I never hung up the phone like I did. I wish you knew that I never forget you as long as I live. And I wish you were right here, right now. It's all good. I wish you would. I wish you would come back. Wish I never hung up the phone like I did. I